And so I asked, what conflict is this here to help us navigate? And I got the reverse Knight of Swords. And so there's a conflict happening that's creating an experience of burnout. You're listening to yet another episode of the At Home Tarot Podcast with me, Jenna Dale, codependency mentor, as well as tarot reader and wisdom keeper. In these episodes, I talked you through what I am experiencing in my home readings in both astrology and tarot, and I read collectively for all of us who are looking to self-evolve center into our life and relate in deeper ways to others as well as our existence. Stick with me as I take you through transits in the sky and in the tarot and see where life is heading. I appreciate your presence here. Let's dive back into the episode. Hi all. Welcome in to what I am hoping is a short, sweet, quick, and potent tarot reading for Mars and Virgo. I felt just really called to sit down and pull a few cards on this today because Mars and Virgo feels just so important um, of a time for us because we're really acting into a sign that kind of wakes up out of this innocent place and notices what's really been out of sorts lately. Virgo is an analyzer. It is a organizer. And it's someone who is moving from the virgin archetype in the world. And that simply means that, one, we can wake up out of this sort of youthful, innocent, naive place and notice with Virgo, we move from Leo um, on one side of Virgo to Libra on the other, we wake up and realize maybe how to interact with the world. And Virgo's the sign that sort of transitions us from being so focused on our external world and starts to go within and analyze who we are and what we're doing here. Um, it's the hermit in tarot, and, and the hermit is all about really seeking answers within and knowing that we always have to come back to ourselves and kind of navigate our inner landscape. And that just always really calls to me. And whenever Mars moves through a sign, Mars is action. Mars is what we do. Mars is the warrior. It gives us this spirited wands in tarot energy to get up and go. It's also signified in the deck by the tower. And it means that when Mars is moving around in things, things happen, things are happening. And so it felt really important when the work I do in the world around coming back to ourselves, centering ourselves through codependent, like past our codependency, past our self-erasing. Virgo says, yeah, let's come back within us and let's take action on that. And when we sort out, right, it's the organizer when we can sort through and put ourselves back into an order that we were always supposed to be in. 
our life starts to also reorganize. And we also have to take action to help that reorganization happen for us. So important. So let's just dive right in. So the first card in this reading, which is a four card reading, is what is this Mars and Virgo here to help us with? And I got the Queen of Wands. And so I think that this Mars and Virgo energy is here to really help us build a life, sort through our life, reorganize it so that we can actually experience a life where we get to be lit up. Because the Queen of Wands is about embodiment of our desires, meaning we are living the life we desire. We are doing the things that light us up and we are actively choosing it. Uh, the Queen of Wands is my I do what I want type of archetype and I'm doing what I want. I'm doing what I desire. So it's a very active, already happening Type of stance. And so I think Mars and Virgo is helping us move towards living a life where we are already building our desires. We're already living the way we want to live and we're moving closer and closer to experiencing what we desire and moving from a place of the, our spirit. And so being able to go within with Mars and Virgo and be able to do some deep work that gets us really clear. I mean, Virgo's uh, Virgo is an earth sign. It's very clear. It's very to the point because of it. And it's almost sharp in its analysis of the details. And so I think getting super clear on what we want with the queen of wands is going to show us what action is necessary to move into the embodiment of it. What do I have to do to experience a life where my desires are what I'm living? What is standing in the way of my queen of wands? What is diminishing her spirit and diminishing her being able to live the way she wants? And so us living the way we want. Now, the next card I asked was about conflict because Mars actually creates conflict, healthy conflict, unhealthy conflict really just depends, but it is the warrior. So it's going to take on conflict with us. And so I asked what conflict is this here to help us navigate? And I got the reverse knight of swords. And so there's a conflict happening that's creating an experience of burnout. It's creating an experience of being restless, of feeling like you don't know what to do. You're unfocused, but you have all of this energy to do something. And so this is very mind-based with the sword and movement and it makes me feel like what our mind has been telling us to do and the moves and the actions our head has been telling us to do keep leading us to burnout. And so this is really helping us with this conflict of whenever I listen to my head, I'm creating a situation where I'm impulsive. I jump into action. I don't actually know why I'm taking this action or why I said that thing. Because again, swords is communication as well. And so I've been impulsive with what I say. I've been unfocused about what I say. All from this inner mind agitation about things. And 
each and every time it leads me to burnout. And so it's helping us navigate a conflict that needs us to get out of this burnout, to become more focused, to become less impulsive, to maybe get, like I said, to the details, the clarity, the analysis of what you want and get really focused in how you speak and get really focused in how you act and really pay attention to your mind. Be the steward of your own head. You get to decide, okay, mind, we are focusing on this. We're not focusing on that because when we do it that way, the kind of the way that your mind might automatically default into something, it leads us to burnout every time. I'm exhausted. I need to deal with this conflict that keeps exhausting me. And so that's what this energy is helping us do. How can I navigate this conflict that I've probably navigated before? And how can I do it in a new way that actually gets me out of this where I can focus where I don't have to rush and to deal with this conflict so I can stop burning out all the time and definitely burn out in the mind. Like whatever is making your mind just completely burn out, hustle, uh, be impulsive. That is the conflict we're taking on. Now I ask because Virgo is the organizer, what needs to be put back in correct order, right? In our life, in our mind, in ourselves, in our relationships, Virgo can go, look, this is out of order. This isn't organized correctly. You're not prioritizing, you know, what needs to be prioritized. So let's rearrange things. And I got the King of Cups, which just tells me that our mood and our emotions and our internal feelings that is what needs to be put back into correct order. We have been either denying them, pushing them away, or the opposite, being reactive, being, you know, letting our emotions go all over the place. And so we're trying to put our inner world and especially our heart and our emotional experience back into right order where we can actually see what's important to our heart what is important to our emotional um, well-being on the inside, and then rearrange not only ourselves, our attitude, but our life to help us sort of find a foundation for that and, and be successful in that arena, whatever that looks like. Because the kings have really achieved something where they can navigate the world really well based on their suit. And so this is based on the heart and the motions. So when we can put our emotional life back into right order and put that and organize our life in a way that supports that, then the king gets to be right up again and, and it gets to be navigating the world with a sense of maturity. But right now, the way our emotions are sort of disordered, the way our inner life is either neglected or reactive is sort of not allowing us to move through the world with our heart intact. When we spend some time going within, asking what we need to desire, figuring out this conflict around our own mental burnout on something and refocus on our heart and our emotions and prioritizing what it wants, sorting out what it wants 
putting what it wants into right order of what's most important here and what do I need to do in my external war, war, world? Sorry, I'm going so quickly. Feels um, that feels okay to me today with Mars and Virgo. Um, but you know, putting the external world as a reflection of that and what that needs, I really think that that's what it's pointing to. And and I love that for us and me for the work I do in the world too. And support is like we are just trying to do things that put our inner world back in order. And that involves both internally and externally. It can't simply be one, not in the long term. We don't have to do it all today, but those two things act in unison. And the last card I pulled was what details we need to act on. And I got the nine of wands and the nine of wands to me is an end of a conflict. And so this really asks us what conflict needs to end. How can I secure myself? protect myself, boundary myself up against going to battle once again in a way that burns me out and hurts me. And so nine is really like, I am at the end of this conflict. I am done here. And so I think some of the details we need to act on is how do I finish this? How do I end a certain situation, end a certain pattern, end a certain relationship, end a certain dynamic or behavior in my life? Um, and I think because it's wands, it's end certain actions, um, end certain striving, end certain conflicts and battles and doing an effort towards something. Nine really tells us we've been through the ringer. We've been at work for this. We've been succeeding and failing. We've been to battle and back. We've been on guard and back. And we just want to stop. And so what we do is we really build um, boundaries into our behavior, into the way we act. And so our boundaries become less verbal and they become more action. And that's so that we can leave the situation, even though this moves into the 10, which means it's going to be a lot of effort on our part to move this. This is sort of the realization of I'm done and this war is over and I can't go to battle anymore on this. I can't do it this way. I can't be at war with myself anymore. I can't be at war with this thing or this person anymore. And so getting to the details of what exactly do I have to do to get this to stop? What exactly do I have to do in order to hold this boundary? Getting extremely in your life and detailed, very earthy energy, very practical. And so with that, I'm going to end the reading. That's the full reading. I really just want to do a quick one to check in and see if this resonated for me. And it absolutely does. And um, just really sit with this. You may even want to repeat it if it felt really fast for you. Um, take a few notes and let this guide you until August 27th. This is happening through the summer. And so you're not rushing into it right now, but this is something you might be experiencing over the next six weeks. All right, my loves, I hope you're taking good care. Don't forget to join the waitlist for a commune so that I can send you the application early for those seven spots in my next mentorship, which starts again in October, all on codependency. And I will see you in the next podcast episode. Bye now.